Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. sound good um happy halloween happy halloween to you in june yeah june june sounds offensive <laughs> well this episode we have a lot to unpack <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like we're we had to just have a little bit of coffee yeah by way of milkshake but i mean yeah, coffee same. milkshakes it's our favorite thing we went on an 18-kilometer bike ride today with Lena and Francois. Yeah. It was your first time out on your new bike. Yeah. And same with Lena. It was good. And, like, we didn't really discuss, you know, when you, like, go for a bike ride with somebody? Like, do you plan out a route? Do you say, well, this is how far I want to go or this is how long? We just, like, went. Yeah. Like, I think, like, as a child, my bike was my mode of transportation, number mm-hmm. one. And, but I, I didn't like go on bike rides for exercise as a kid. Right. Like, yeah. So like I would ride it to school we'd go to the store, et cetera. I had to ride down the highway to get to school. Yeah. That's, it was, it was the nineties. It was the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> ride past the dump down the yeah. highway. Mm-hmm. But we did 18 kilometers with no sunscreen. Oh, I'm looking good though. Yeah. I know you tan really nicely. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not going to say what your aunt said, but she complimented you well, throwing in an offensive term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you to a beautiful group of people. Yes. Anywho. darker skin. What was Halloween like for you as a kid? Oh, my God. It was so fun. Even, like, living out in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. So we would put a bag or a bowl of candy on our front steps. And, like, like who would go there? I don't even know. I should ask my mom about this. Like, what was the point of putting a bowl of candy out? And you know what it always was every single year? Trident gum. The mini trident gum. It was pink. It tasted yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. A three sticks of trident in an individual pack. I feel like they had to do that because otherwise the raccoons would get it. Yeah. Like, because you're in the middle of the country. Yeah. Like, why we left candy out on the front steps, I don't know. And I don't really remember our house being like extra decorated. Like we carved pumpkins, of course, but it's not like, I always feel like, you know, if you decorate 
and leave your light on, but then don't answer the door. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that first Halloween? Our first Halloween here, we made house. a critical error and we, we went out of town, but we left a light on. Yeah. We moved in on like October 15th yeah. and then went out of town for Halloween. We left a light on and I, did we decorate a tiny bit? We might've had a pumpkin on our front steps. Mm, I can't remember. We should try to find that video. I don't know if it still exists because it was so long ago, but yeah, a man dressed as a boy, like a group of teenage boys. Yeah. I felt like it was a man <laughs> tonight on the news. <laughs> yeah. He was dressed as who's the one with who the, wears the goalie the mask. Screen. Well, I thought it was the screen face. I thought it was the goalie mask. Like, like, is that Friday the 13th? We need or to get our story straight we before we come on here. Halloween. Yeah. But anyway, they came and rang the doorbell and, and you could hear him be like, come on, your lights on. Yeah. Like we got shamed. Yeah. And he's got like a machete on his yeah. shoulder. <laughs> but yeah, this year we had a ton of kids. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween as a kid for me was fun. I, I rotated. I had a rotating costume. Um, oh, it was either homemade or store-bought. Homemade. We didn't have any money. Yeah. Um, but I like think store-bought costumes were as big in the 90s. No, I was going on Amazon and. Absolutely not. Prime on demand. But like we also didn't have a sewing machine. so my i rotated between a witch and a devil i like went back and forth okay yeah that was my big and And then then, yeah what was your first halloween here like first halloween here was 1996 and i was so i was older i was mary's age yeah um i was 14 and we went out we knew one family from back home like that lived here when we moved here and so i remember going trick-or-treating with them and i feel like one of us wore a cat and hat hat. It was either me or Dave. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But what about sticks. Lisa? Did you I know wonder. her? Yeah, I do. I did. I wonder if I went trick or treating with her ever. Lisa, I don't, I don't know if you listen to this, but I don't know. Yeah. Did Tell we go trick or treating? Yeah. I can't remember. Lisa, write in, call in. <laughs> Just send us a text. Text me. Yeah. <laughs> what was your, what was it like for you? Um, it was like pretty good. I think we mostly had homemade costumes. My mom was like, oh, sewed our costumes. She was really good seamstress. And like one year I went as a troll and she made me like a, like a treasure troll. Yeah. Like from the nineties. A hundred percent. Like not the trolls in the movies today. No, no, no. No. Uh -uh. The gem in the belly button. The gem in your belly button. (laughs) (laughs) It was the nineties. It was the (laughs) nineties. Yeah, like an all brown suit mm-hmm. because not in a racist way. Okay. Now I'm wondering if it's problematic. Yeah, I'd like to see a photo and I will decide. I, yeah, <laughs> I will put it up on Instagram if I can find it. Yeah. And my hair was like green and like spiky. Uh-huh. Like a troll. Like a troll. I loved those trolls. Yeah, me too. Did you just trick or treat around your neighborhood? Yes, mostly. And so me and my sister would go. But I remember, so the first Halloween that we lived here, it was October 31st, 1990. And I would have only been six, almost seven. I would have been turning seven. And my parents surprised us with New Kids on the Block tickets. So you just skip trick-or-treating and go on New Kids on the Block? Yeah. yeah. Was that worth it? Okay. I well, mean, for I was Danica. six and I <laughs> fell asleep during the opening act. So I don't really recall. Oh, man. 
I know. How do you fall asleep during a concert? You were six. It probably yeah. didn't even start till seven, which was your bedtime. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Danica probably loved it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I thought I was going to be the next like Joey McIntyre, Mrs. Joey McIntyre. Yeah. So, and then after that, I though remember it was always a freaking winter storm. Yeah. And what are you looking up? I'm looking up New Kids on the Block playing in Calgary in 1990 to see who the opener was. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to see if you can see a picture of a six-year-old sleeping. <laughs> Look at this. Olympic Saddle Dome on October 31st, 1990. You were yeah. not lying. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was not. But um, who was their opener? Man, Pengrove Saddle Dome. It doesn't quite say. New Kids on the Block has played in Calgary, Canada, four out of 180 or 882 concerts. Okay. Ooh. I was at one. Yeah, I think we were at the same one. The New Kids on the Block Backstreet Boys crossover? Yes. And I also went to the New Kids on the Block when Lady Gaga opened for them. Oh, I didn't go to that. I yeah. would have loved to see Lady Gaga. But like she wasn't like Lady Gaga yet. She you didn't fall asleep like, then. No, I did not fall asleep. So, but do you remember like just like Halloween, it was the end of October and there was always a snowstorm. So I grew up in Ontario. Yes. And it was not the case. Oh. And so it was nice. But I'm saying here. Here, yes. But by the time I moved here, I was 14 and I really... I did like, I did another Halloween, maybe in grade 10, where we just like tried to trick or treat, but we were too old. And that yeah. was the last one I did was grade 10. Wow. It was rainbow bright. Yeah. I remember a few years, my dad would drive us in the minivan and he would like drive three houses and then we'd like do the three houses, get in the van, drive a little ways because it was so cold and all of your costumes had to accommodate a snowsuit. a snowsuit underneath it or incorporate it somehow. Yeah. I remember one year when I was a bit older, I went as a pregnant teen. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about problematic. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. I don't think I went as anything else offensive, but now I'm really questioning this troll. I don't costume. think I did. I, one year I like couldn't decide what to do. So I just like put a bunch of makeup on and was like a crazy, like eighties kid. I just had like a yeah. crimped ponytail and my mom. So we would have to get driven into town yeah. to trick or treat. So we were like, well, still best friends with the neighbor kids from back then. And so the five of us would get driven into town and yeah, one of the parents would drive along, like wait at one end of the subdivision. We would run a loop and then come back yeah. out. But even then there wasn't a lot of places to like trick or treat. Like I remember doing the, such a tiny town, the two like main subdivisions. And yeah. then, but my parents would always like have a have like an end game as well, mm-hmm. and so the lady down the street for down our like old country road used to be our closest neighbor, and then so they moved a little bit further down, and so we would go stop there in the car, and they would have a like personalized candy bag for us, like My a bunch dog. of stuff. Yep, Linda Lado was her name. Wow, Linda, if you're listening, thank you so much. No, she's not. Oh no, <laughs> R.I.P. Linda. Yeah. She was lovely, though. She sounds bright. Got a dog named Duke. Oh, Linda and Duke. Is Duke still around? No. This was 1996. Okay. He's a dog. Okay. <laughs> what do I know? I don't know. Um, and then we would always end up at um, some family friends, the Thomasons. And, and they still alive. Yeah. <laughs> and their dad 
I just, I don't know what it is. I remember their dad really liking Tootsie Rolls and he, I would like give them all to him because I didn't like them. Yeah, they're an acquired taste. Yeah. But I like is them it now. fudge? Is it caramel? It's like fudgy. I don't know. I like them now, but we would it's... dump all our candy out and sort it. Oh yeah. You got to sort it. Then you do the trading. Yeah. Who likes this? How many? Yeah. I know. Wyatt this year was funny, like dumping his candy out at the end of the, Yeah. him and I went together, just the two of us. Yeah. I know it's tough here. Like, but does he have a new friend? Somebody has to stay home and hand out candy around the corner. Hudson. Yeah. Maybe. We don't know. We tried so to find we, him a friend. Yeah. We have this like, so we live five minutes from where his dad lives, where he grew up, grew up and all his friends are. Mm-hmm. So we've been like, we want to like find him some friends. And then we maybe have a pending friendship with a couple around the corner down the street. Did you hear me yelling at Henry? Like right after we got back. Yeah. It's, they were walking by with their dogs and they were like looking and like kind of laughing and waving. Oh, so now they know where we live. Yeah. Anyway, they seem great. Um, and they also are a, like a blended family situation and they have a son and he's 13, but his dad also was like, yeah, I'm trying to like find him some friends in the neighborhood. Yeah. He said he went down to the tennis courts and was like <laughs> asking <laughs> the kids if they live around here. Hey guys, you around here? Where's your <laughs> parents? Where do you live? Yes. How old are you? Um, so I got the opening acts oh, for okay. the uh, Magic Summer Tour, it was called. Oh. New Kids on the Block, 1990. Yeah. Um, I don't know any of these opening acts. Perfect Gentleman, Rick Wess, Tommy Page, Biscuit, Brenda K. Star. George Lamond and the Good Girls. So they no played I fell all these different legs. I don't know like which leg right. okay. Alberta was on. Oh, probably the last leg because Well, Joey, if you're listening, if you could just clear that up. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, they did a whole they did Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatoon, and Winnipeg. Yeah, it's a classic Canadian it's tour. A classic Canadian tour, it really is. October thirty first. I think that's like classic low budget Canadian tour. Yeah, because like, they missed Vancouver, Montreal, well, Toronto. They oh, did they, them later okay. on. Okay, yeah. This is a whole thing. Look, they went across. They went over to Honolulu. Yeah, they were they very big. I know who they are. <laughs> step by step, ooh baby, gonna get to you, girl. Oh yeah, they were in Vancouver in September. Oh, okay. Okay, let's Anywho. get on with the episode. It is season one, episode seven, titled Halloween. Okay, synopsis from Apple is, Lucy enters a haunted house and leaves with a new friend, dot, 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 the town boogeyman. Well, so that's not accurate. Not accurate. She didn't enter a haunted house. No, there wasn't a haunted house to be found. No, and we will get into who the boogeyman is, and it is problematic. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like, it is. Oh, dear. Yeah. But show opens with classic ghost story, oh. like dark room, everyone sitting around, flashlight and the flashlight chin. under the chin. Yeah. I, like, I wonder why that started. Like, does know. it make the storyteller look scary? I think so, yeah. It's like shadows on your face. Right. Yeah. I mean, now there's a filter for that. <laughs> <laughs> and you would like hold your phone, your super bright phone flashlight yeah. up to your chin. Like it would just yeah. be blinding the whole time. I'm going to try that later tonight and tell me if you're scared. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to wait till you fall asleep though. Yeah. That's a great idea. And then I'll be like, Ooh. and then I'll wake up and your phone flashlight will be on my face or yeah. on your face. On my face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 
that is the scene where we learn Eric hates Halloween. Eric hates Halloween. And he's like, I don't hate it. And everyone's like, yeah, you yeah, hate you it. Do, he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. He's not, he's like suppressing something and doesn't know why he hates it. Yeah. But, and if you're tracking from last week, um, Happy clearly did not have puppies. I suspected was the reason she wasn't eating and she ran away because yeah. She was like going off to have puppies. That there was just a storyline that was a dead end. It was yeah, we don't know. She didn't eat the tuna casserole. Was that a joke on Annie? Anyway. Yeah. yeah. She and didn't have she didn't have the puppies. No, and, she's still been trim as ever. Yeah, and she was actually dressed up. She had a top hat on. Yeah. Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so we get the we get the sense Halloween is imminent. It is happening. Yeah. It's a big deal, except Eric hates it. Big deal. And real big dog. Yeah. So next morning, we normally see the hustle and bustle of the family in the kitchen, but this was very pointedly around the only bathroom upstairs, seemingly the only bathroom. Like that house is massive. Yeah, but when was it built? What was plumbing like? No, I mean, <laughs> it was like a rich old lady that left it to the kitchen. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's the it's the Reverend house. Yeah. Anyways, they've got one bathroom. It's so it seems. So it seems. And so Mary, who is 14, I cannot stress this enough, <laughs> is in the shower. And then like Ruthie comes in, he uses the toilet, flushes it. And Mary screams, which is that? It used to happen in my house growing up. Oh, okay. But and like the water goes hot or cold? Either or. I don't know. But I flushed the toilet when Olivia was in the shower the other day and she didn't scream. I just was like, wonder what'll happen. <laughs> And you were right beside her? No, I was I was like up in our bathroom. I just knew oh, she was in the I shower. See. Okay. But like just now when we came home from our walk, she was in the shower when I got in the shower. Yeah. And I don't, I don't hear any complaint. Yeah. Anyways, it's okay. So then, you know, she's like wrapped in a towel, trying to get ready. Simon busts in and he's like, I need to brush my teeth. Matt comes in and he picks up her deodorant and goes to put it on. And she's like, that's my deodorant. Don't put that on. And he's like, well, I've been wearing it for the past week. I'm out. Like, we know for a fact Annie went shopping last week. Did she forget his deodorant along with Happy's food? food? (laughs) She was so distraught about the basketball game. Yeah, Get it together, Annie. This is your full-time gig. This this stay-at-home moms. We're going to get canceled because of the... No, I'm... Like, it's... If you are a stay-at-home mom and you have... No, you obviously... And you were like, I'm just saying the mental load. It's a lot. It is a lot. She doesn't have the app. She doesn't have the Annie list app. Yeah. Um, but like, would you, I've let you use my deodorant. Yeah. That's not weird to me. But one time you offered for me to use your toothbrush and I almost dumped you on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Like you would not, you would rather not brush your teeth than use my toothbrush. Not anybody's toothbrush, but like mine. I would not use your toothbrush. I would sooner, like, I would use a Q-tip and some toothpaste. I would use paper towel rolled around my finger. Yeah, because you're just trying to scrub off the fuzzies. Like, what would you do if I, like, accidentally used your toothbrush? (laughs) I haven't. I haven't. I'm just saying. I would get a new one. Like, you, would you just not, like, you would use your finger that night and that next morning and then go get a toothbrush on your way home? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It's, like, I don't like that. <laughs> no, that's, you don't have to. 
Like, deodorant's fine. That's your armpits. Wasn't there a whole conversation around a towel, too, about sharing a Yeah, towel there was. Yeah, I am not into the communal towel. I have a towel. Like, if you realize you're in the shower and you're like, ah, I forgot a towel. Like, and use mine. That's fine. But I don't. Good. good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but I don't. Yeah, you can have my water. See, I'll share my water. <laughs> Just not my toothbrush. Because you and Lena didn't drink enough water today and you guys got a little dizzy. I know. You and Francois, we had our water. Well, you guys, it's big news. I finished my project. Yeah, because last week I was saying you better goddamn finish it. Yeah, and so I did. Yeah. But I, like, had just anxiety overload about it. I was yelling at Word. Yeah. If you know how to enter page numbers into a word document microsoft word. microsoft word for apple yeah i was trying to number the pages and i've got a title page and then two pages of table of contents so yeah. i want my page numbers to start on page four but as, as number page one. number one how in the bloody holy hell yeah i, mean, I googled hoping. it page break didn't work yeah footer and then it was like click the start on a different page but i don't know like Anyways, I just said, screw it. And I numbered it all starting title pages number one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, over it. What are you going to do? Lose a point for it? Yeah. It's a pass fail. It's not even. I don't even get my oh, file mark. Right. Okay. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah. It's Things done. are looking up. Okay. Okay. So now. <laughs> they only so, have one bathroom and that's important. Yeah. Remember things, this. Yeah. Mary's just like, get out of here. Yeah. So now we're in the kitchen. Eric's feeling good. He's just happy. And he had a great night's sleep and he's gonna, you know, go pick up some party decor later because mm -hmm. the church is having a carnival and, you know, Simon's talking about pumpkin carving. It's all very exciting. Yeah. It's a good morning. Until. Annie reveals that she has run into two people. Yeah. From what's it? Bing, Bing, Bingaming. How do you say it? <laughs> I'm sure it's Bingaming. <laughs> I actually don't know. I just glazed over that. I wrote it down and then Bingham, Bingham Town, Binghamton, Binghamton. Want me to say it again? <laughs> Binghamton, 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 Eric's day is ruined. It's not just ruined. Tr he is triggered. He, he is triggered. drops the coffee. Oh, yeah, he drops his coffee. <laughs> like he's just holding a mug full of coffee and he just drops it. Have you ever been so shocked by something that you dropped it? I don't think so. Like not scared. Like not like boo. And then you dropped uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like somebody has told you some news. Some like you better sit down for this type news and you drop what's in your hand. That's a shock. No. Have you? No. No, like, like it takes a lot to shock me. My dad died when I was 12. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah. So we, just skipping ahead for context, we see Eric later looking at his yearbook and there's a picture, fifth grade honor roll, Eric Camden and Henry Bernard. Yeah. But we don't know yet. He's just like his whole day. He had to, is, he like, he fell asleep. He was, had yeah. such anxiety from this news trauma he passed out in his, what's that room called? His, his office, room? his chambers, his chambers Gross. with his 
yearbooks laid on on top of them. Yeah, and then he had to get Matt to go get those decorations for the carnival. Yeah, he just couldn't keep it together. No, he's distraught. He hates Halloween. Yeah. So Lucy, Jimmy Moon, and two idiot boys go on a bike ride. So while they're at school, these boys are talking about the boogeyman, Mike Mitchell. That's what Matt's story was about in the beginning was about the man named Mike and he like every year one trick-or-treater doesn't come home because he has like sacrificed himself to Mike oh (laughs) oh yeah so I think the mutant Mitchell is what he is oh um one of these boys is Chris Owen who you guys will remember from American Pie yeah Mm -hmm. like he just plays the like dorky Awkward annoying loser annoying and all that yeah. yeah look he's like the kimmy gibbler <laughs> he's like the kimmy gibbler of the, the 90s movies yeah yeah he is so they are so these two annoying boys are telling jimmy moon and lucy about this guy and they're like we're gonna go there after school let's go so they ride their bikes there. When they were like road trip after school, in my head, I was like, what? And then I saw them on their bikes. I was like, oh, yeah, well, they don't drive bikes. This is their road mode of transportation. Yeah. I'm surprised Lucy didn't just run there. <laughs> <laughs> so they go and it's a RV, like a camping trailer. Yeah. And it's very like dilapidated. Yeah. The right word? Mm-hmm. And he's got like broken down cars on his front lawn. As you do. As you do. And, but they're like, oh, his vegetables are like mutants because he puts radiation on them. First of all, I don't think that's how that works. Yes. But Alex Mack. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that show. So did I. Why are we doing a lesbian recap of uh, Alex Mack? I was so, I was in love. Yeah. I didn't understand my feelings no. at the time. Is it, is it the girl that's in, um, 10 things I hate about you? The, the sister that plays Alex Mack? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, anywho, so they go there and they're, they're like, we got to go like get, we're going to break into his yard. They're going to steal a pumpkin. They're going to steal a pumpkin. He says he's got the best pumpkins because don't forget there's a pumpkin carving competition that Simon needs to uphold Jones in for that first place. Yeah. Because he's the reigning three-year champion. Yeah. And Lucy is like, no, we shouldn't do this. This is terrible. And one of the boys says, your chick is a real drag. To Jimmy Moon. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, at least I've got a chick. Yeah. Like, like all of this is. You're 12. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. Get over it. So Lucy steals a pumpkin from Mike Mitchell. And so he busts out in the yeah. middle of the stealing. Yeah. And all the boys scream and run away. And she doesn't scream and run away. Well, she does, but keep like she keeps the pumpkin. And that's like a 30 pound pumpkin. <laughs> she And she doesn't even weigh 30 pounds. So no way. No. Yeah. But. All she's strong, and she's so, got a basket on the front of her bike to put it in. Yeah, yeah. So, and we're also kind of like peppered throughout the episode is what everybody's going to be for Halloween. Oh yeah. So Matt wants to go as a hobo, mm-hmm. and like, I'm actually surprised Eric schools him on that being inappropriate. That yeah. you shouldn't have a costume of somebody who suffers misfortune. Yeah. And but but. Matt says he's not a hobo. His his hobo costume. He's not a hobo by choice. No, he is one by choice. Sorry, he is a hobo by choice, and he's not actually homeless. And he calls himself a bougie hobo. 
<laughs> yeah. Are you looking up the definition of hobo? Yeah. So I just like, I want to understand like why it's offensive. Um, it says, be careful when you call a vagrant or homeless person a hobo. Sorry, this is from vocabulary.com. Although this is exactly what the word means, it is somewhat offensive. The end of the 19th century brought the start of the word hobo into the Western United States. No one is certain where it came from, although there are a couple educated guesses. Oh, one possible origin is the English word hawbuck, which means country bumpkin, while another is the common working man's greeting or call during the building of the rail what railroads in the West. Huh. Ho, boy! Oh, oh, you shouldn't have said that. That, but I just read it. That, okay, yeah, I don't like that. No. So, hmm. like, there's even a there was a whole show. What's going to happen when I hit this? Hobo. That's incredible. Like, I don't know about the American listeners, but there was a show called The Littlest Hobo. Yeah. And it was about a German shepherd who was experiencing homelessness. He was unhoused. <laughs> he was unhoused. Yeah. Um, but he was like, like a crime solver. Right. And it was, I think there was a lot of problematic themes in that show. But yeah, we, yeah. Um, can't you tune, though? Can't do yeah, with a catchy open, tune. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ruthie's, well, Ruthie's only like, storyline in this whole thing like they start making up storylines for ruthie at this point oh yeah uh she is gonna so apparently in the in past it's been so easy for her to pick her costume she's such an easy kid yeah uh it turns out she's not in this episode but annie makes her the biggest bulkiest that dinosaur costume that she made her would have been perfect for an alberta Halloween. Oh yeah, warm. Practical. That thing was basically a snowsuit with mm-hmm. a tail. Yeah, <laughs> but Ruth, Ruth hates it. She hates it, and so um, Mary ends up convincing her to go to the carnival and to put it on a costume. And well, because she goes as happy. Yes, which is cute. The re- so we are starting to get the sense that Mary is up to no good. So. Matt gets invited to Matt finds this girl on the basketball team who's recently single. Right. Obviously Matt's storyline and invites her to the school dance and it's a costume dance. And Matt's like, are you going Mary? And she's like, no, I'm going to go to the carnival, the church carnival. And so Matt then tells Eric in conversation, Oh yeah, Mary's going to the carnival. And he's like, Oh, that's so nice. But Mary tells Annie she's going to the party. To the dance. Yeah. The school dance. And so then she's on the phone with somebody and she's like, yeah, it's perfect. Like, as long as everyone goes along with this story, yeah, it's going to work out perfectly. But we don't know. I know. I thought she was going to have a party. Yeah. But. um, So Lucy shows up with this pumpkin. Oh, yeah. Lucy shows up with this pumpkin. And Simon, it's the perfect pumpkin. Yeah. And so Simon Beautiful. is just beside himself because he needs that pumpkin. But Annie, like Lucy doesn't have a good story for where she got it from. Mm-hmm. And Annie realizes that she stole it and tells her she has to go put it back. Yeah. So she goes to put it back. And as she's setting it down on Mike's uh, front steps, he like, op- why not just put it back in the garden? 
I know she like rode her bike right up to his front door and put it on his front steps. Like he could have tripped on it. Yeah. And he's in an RV, right? You can't yeah. open the door. Yeah. You're going to knock it anyways. He shows, he opens the door and they both scream because yeah. they start on each other. And she's in her costume. Not when she's returning the pumpkin. Oh, you're right. Um, so they sit down. He's, yeah. he's welcoming and they sit down and it's one of those classic moments where like the scary guy isn't actually scary. Like at the end of home alone, spoiler mm-hmm. alert. And, <laughs> um, so they get chatting and Mike has a huge scar on his forehead. Yeah. And so Lucy asks him where he got his scar from and he says he got shot, but then he says, Oh, he can't remember. And it's that, that moment, it's very crystal clear that, Mike has suffered from a traumatic brain injury. Yeah. And like, like I just, I I don't know. I don't know where this like theme that happened in like the eighties and nineties where the, like the person that lives in the town that they make fun of or is scared of and they bully and harass has like had something traumatic happen to them. Yeah. And now they're, like in the like movie Edward Home Scissor. Alone, like Edward has scissor hands. Yeah, yes. Like it just, I don't know. It's not great. Yeah, like they're the freak, but then it takes like this like soft, um, like angelic character to bring them out, bring yeah. them out, and and re- recognize them. But like in all of these cases, like you keep, like they're not a freak. <laughs> yeah. there's somebody who has like suffered a trauma yeah. <laughs> and are dealing with that and yeah. so it turns out so lucy ends up having a talk with her dad and uh mike used to be a very prominent person in the town it seems he was an artist and he was an artist and an architect yeah and he would design um things out of like scrap metal scrap like metal sculptures sculptures yeah but it didn't pay the bills so we got a job at a gas station overnight, like a night shift gas station, got robbed, got shot in the head. Yeah. Now so, he has a traumatic brain injury. He's got a traumatic brain injury. Yeah. But all the town kids think he's Mike. What did they call him? The, Mike, the monster Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. And that he eats a kid every Halloween. Yeah. Like it's like, where great. are the adults in the town being like, mm, that's not accurate. Yeah. Like, Hey Eric, like if Eric knew him beforehand. Yeah. Because he said, I go there often and he never answers the door. Yeah. And Lucy's like, well, I talked to him. And like, so then, so there is a, so on Halloween night, there's a scene where the three boys, Jimmy Moon and the other two boys have gone back to Mike's RV and they're throwing eggs and toilet paper at it. Jimmy Moon, I thought better of you. <sighs> so did Lucy. So did Lucy. She was pissed. Yeah. And like Mike is like in the fetal position in his RV with his like hands over his ears. Yes. He's got PTSD. I know. It's just so sad. And like. Just, but Lucy shows up in her Bo Peep costume. I assume that's, that's what I think that's who she's she got the like frilly pantaloons. Yeah. And like, what's that? The shepherd's hook? Yeah. With her big curl pigtails. Yeah. And she just goes into the RV. And I, like, here's what I'm saying somebody who's in the middle of a CPTSD trigger. Mm-hmm. Who's having a mental health crisis. Who's had a traumatic brain injury. Who's had a traumatic brain injury. Yeah. Deserves support and help and resources. Yes. Is that a 12-year-old girl (laughs) who weighs 80 pounds soaking wet 
Because sometimes with a TBI, you can have violent outbursts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like this, this man needs, I don't think maybe he needs long-term care, but he definitely needs home care. Yeah. Yeah. And at the very least, maybe some adults educating the children not to egg his house. Like awful. Awful. Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, that happens. Um. Okay, so I say, so then, so the night before Halloween, Eric has a dream. Oh, yeah, a nightmare. A nightmare. He's tossing and Terry, you might even say. Yeah, he's tossing and turning. Uh, Like, just the worst. And now we're transported into his dream. 1960. 1960, it is black and white. (laughs) The dream is black. Obviously, as you do when you dream of your childhood and you're old. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like Eric and his best friend, Henry. And they're walking through the schoolyard and they're like, I'm going to be Davy Crockett. So Eric is saying, I'm going to be Davy Crockett for Halloween. And his friend's like, yeah, you're yeah, obsessed with them. so great. Yeah. It's like his Paw Patrol. Yes. His PJ Masks. His <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so then the teacher comes out and says, hey, kids, here's a box of costumes don't they get their costumes from home? Not in Why the 60s. Does teacher have a box of costumes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had to have a storyline, though. Chaos ensues. All the children attack the box to get their costume. No orderly fashion here. No, oh, they were all boys, too. Did you notice that? Boys school. Oh, yeah. Maybe you went to a boys school. And <clears throat> his buddy, Henry, pulls out the Davy Crockett hat. And he's thrilled. He's like, Eric, look, I got it. I got it. Like he's, he got his buddy, his hat. Yeah. And something snaps in young Eric <laughs> and viewer discretion advised <laughs> a tussle ensues. Oh man. I'm going to post, I have to set a reminder. I'm going to post the clip on our Instagram and our TikTok, mm-hmm. the scene of, of the fight. Yeah. But I do say viewer discretion because yeah. Eric violently tackles Henry to the ground. And then repeatedly punches him. Like, yeah. But but it's, yeah, you and discretion. The teacher has to pull him off. Mm-hmm. And Henry's like, I got it for you. I got it for you, Eric. And then it fades. And now the dream's over. And now Eric realizes this is why he hates he Halloween. Halloween. Because he attacked Henry, his best friend. So I thought it was interesting. Okay, so he then gets a Davy Crockett hat. Yeah. Which... A little bit problematic. I think it is. Yeah. Who is Davy Crockett? Did he discover King of the Wild Frontier? Davy, Davy Crockett. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, he's a colonizer? Yeah, it's like a black and white TV show about this Mm -hmm. young kid and their family. Okay. And he wears a raccoon hat. Yeah. That's That's his M.O. Yeah um so eric gets a davy crockett hat and he then i guess finds out where henry bernard lives in the town now and like eric you know every single person in this town well they just moved there i guess right bing from bing from binghamton yeah (laughs) and he shows up to give him the hat and i i know i'm gonna look it up on imdb i'm positive that the kid that played young Henry in the dream is the kid that played Henry's son. Henry's son that answers sure. the door. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So he opens the door and he's like, oh, is your dad here? Well, first he's like, you seem a little young to be doing this. And then Eric gets awkward. Like he's never been accused of something mm-hmm. foreshadowing. 
And he's like, no, I'm not. I just, uh, is your dad here? So now grown up Henry comes to the door and they don't recognize each other. Yeah. Henry has no clue who Eric is. And he's like, it's Eric Camden. And he's like, okay. And he like hands on this hat. And, and he's, he's like, like uh-huh. uh-huh, go on. <laughs> and then Eric has to explain, I violently attacked you. Yeah. We were best friends in grade five and I violently attacked you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I know who my friends were in grade five. And you know who hit you. Yeah. And had <laughs> I been violently attacked, yeah. I certainly would have recalled this. Yeah. Like, I in, thought. Unless, it- hear me out. Eric caused a traumatic brain injury in Henry Bernard. <laughs> Maybe. And now Henry doesn't, or Henry's black blocked it out because it was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And he then is like, so he's like, yeah, I beat you up and I'm so sorry. And, and he remembers it all. It comes all comes back to him. Yeah. And but I thought it was funny to look on Eric's face when Henry first says he doesn't remember him. Like, I think memories like that are interesting. Like, because people remember things differently because it's like, yeah, everybody's memories are different. And so, like, there's certain things in my past that I have, I remember where, like, maybe somebody was mean to me or bullied me or, you know, pushed me down and fought me for a Davy Crockett hat. Right. But they maybe don't remember that. So it's, it's traumatized me and it's affected my life, but they've just moved on. Yeah. (laughs) And so then they, like, realize, they remember Henry invites him in for coffee. This whole time, the Halloween at the church, the Halloween carnival at the church is happening. And guess who's running the show alone? Yeah. Annie. He has left her. He's not, he's not making sure her needs are being met. No. This is a common theme. Like he didn't go to the store for her. He had to get Matt to do it Mm -hmm. because he was distraught over Henry. Yeah. He didn't help with any of the kids' costumes. Annie single-handedly is helping five kids get their costumes. And... And she put together an entire carnival. carnival. And you know what? He, the At only thing church. that he did was he was painting the sign that said Halloween carnival tonight. And he fucked it up and spelled tonight wrong. Yeah. Because he was distracted by Henry Bernard. Yeah. His trauma. Like, do you think Annie knows she married a monster? I, I mean, on and off the, the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so... Every episode, he leaves her. Yeah. Um, I do. So, kind of, a lot of these stories were, like, running so parallel to each other that there wasn't a lot of natural crossover, like, with Matt and his date. So, like, this girl on the basketball team, Matt's, like, head over heels for her. She's some hottie. I didn't catch her name. Her name is Roxanne, and then she was going to go as Roxanne from that play. I don't know anything about that play. No. Cyrano. What's it called? Cyrano. Cyrano? Cyrano is the male part of that play that Matt was supposed to be. Is that one word? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's, like, C-E-R-I-N-O. How do you know this? I I don't know. (laughs) It's real though. It's real, yeah. Wow. I think I was the theater kid. I don't know this. Yeah. Well, I, there's like another '90s sitcom that has like a whole Cyrano thing. Is it like Roseanne or Friends? Has a whole episode around it. No, Seinfeld. I don't, I don't know. Okay. So she tries to convince him that he has to wear. There, they have to go as a couple. Yeah, they he can't go as a hobo. 
even if it's bougie. <laughs> because, or no, what did he call it? He called it like a, a like the, whatever the word bougie is short for, like bourgeois. Bourgeoisie. Bourgeoisie hobo. <laughs> yeah. And so he realizes his costume is this atrocious Cyrano. Cyrano. And he's, Cyrano is not very attractive. He's and the whole big thing is that, I don't know if like he's got an angelic voice or something, but this girl ends up falling in love with him, even though he's ugly because it's what is on the inside that counts. Yeah. <laughs> very. I don't like that. So... He, he realizes this costume is hideous. He can't wear it. He can't. It's no. stupid. It's got tights and frills and it's funny. a big nose. Yeah. yeah. So he just sticks to his tried and true. Bougie hobo. Mm-hmm. And he shows up at her door and she is appalled. Oh God. She's beside herself. She would, she'd be such a loser if she showed up, if Roxanne dressed as Roxanne. <laughs> yeah. And showed up with a hobo. Yeah. Absolutely not. And like... I think, I think these two story. I think the storyline last episode where Matt like ditched the girl mm. because he wasn't into her, you know, and then he ditches this girl. Like he's got a good head on his shoulders. Yeah, I'm just trying to. He helps unwed pregnant. Oh yeah, Renee. Renee. Her. She's off living her best life with her baby, singing in church. <laughs> no, she's trying to get to space. Oh yeah, right? but she, first she's got to find God, and then she'll do that. So then, because God lives in space. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't know. Remember, Simon looked. Oh yeah, he, he tried to find the yeah. GPS coordinates. <laughs> they wouldn't even have GPS back then. No. Do you remember you used to have to get like a Garmin, like it, like a GPS tablet? It's, yeah. Its sole purpose was GPS. Yes, and like you were the it point. Had a name like a satellite phone yeah but like you could put in addresses and like but it was yeah they i think greg has told me that they use them on the rigs in the trucks to like oh. find oil rigs because oh. they don't they aren't necessarily at like one two three oil rig lane <laughs> yeah yeah pump jack circle. yeah <laughs> yeah so he but then he gives her a what for he's uh-huh. like you know what you look very beautiful tonight but I am not, but not on the inside. Yeah. Not like your Sierno character. Yeah. He throws that back in her face. Yeah. And she is, then she tries to backtrack and she's like, you think I'm beautiful? Yeah. And he's like, oh no, Mm-mm. I'm going to the carnival. I'm going to my family's church carnival. Yeah. So as a hobo, he yeah. goes. <laughs> and so now everybody's at the carnival except for Mary. Mm-hmm. This carnival is hopping. I don't know how big the church is. It looked so they they show an outside shot of the church where the carnival is set up, and like it's got it doesn't look like a church. It's not like steeples and yeah. yeah. It's like it looks like a I don't know some sort of hall with like. Where are the Hamiltons? Do we not see them now because they're I don't know they're doing outdoor church. Yeah, they're trying to build their church so. The carnival's hopping, pumpkins are being carved, costumes are worn, face painting, all these things. Eric finally shows up and Annie's like, you did come. Yeah. Wearing. Like Annie, he was having coffee with his fifth grade best friend who doesn't even remember him. 
And he's wearing the Davy Crockett hat. And he loves Halloween now. Oh, he's like the joy on that man's face. Yeah. And I just think like, Eric, this is your church. Yeah. This is your, this is his thing. This is your thing. Just because Annie is. You know what I think is funny? How at least one time in every episode, one kid has made fun of how boring church is. Matt did it in this episode. Simon did it in the previous episode. Yeah. They're trying to be like relatable. Like, yeah. Like church is, it's not cool, but we go anyways. Yeah. As you know, God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know. And. Oh, so Ruthie, who's dressed up as happy, um, gets a butterfly painted on her cheek. Mm -hmm. And someone says, oh, Lucy's friend did it. Yeah. Oh, we never said. And wasn't, I don't know if we mentioned it when Eric was like. You know, Lucy, it sounds like Mike found a good friend. Um, I wrote that down somewhere. He is no less than 47 years old. Yeah, it says, I wrote down, Eric knew him from before. And he says, sounds like he's found a friend in you, Lucy. Like, (sighs) I don't know that a 12-year-old girl has the capacity. (laughs) Has the capacity to navigate the complex relationship. With an adult man with a traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, got there. <laughs> if you've been a twelve-year-old girl and befriended a man with a traumatic brain injury, let us know yeah, how call, that went. Call in. So <laughs> I did write. Why isn't Eric helping with the church carnival? Yeah, I wrote. Um, leaves Annie to run the carnival on her own. Yeah, douchebag. I don't know what I wrote here was I I said hello and yeah yeah this is Henry Bernard's house maybe you like it was recording your voice I know I wonder that's funny I wrote down here peanut butter and jam so did you notice yeah at the when in in the breakfast scene at the very beginning she's making classic peanut butter and jam on brown bread you can't take peanut butter to school anymore that's what I thought no, my first thought was that's not enough food for an all day. <laughs> One sandwich. He got a shot of orange juice for breakfast. And then sh- it was school time. And, and off he goes with his bagged sandwich. How much money did they pay or how it would have worked for Tropicana to have their jug and oh, yeah. in that man? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so now, so everyone is now, except for Mary, at the church. And they all start pieces. They're like, where's Mary? Oh, she's at the dance. No, she said she was going to be here. No, she told me she's going to be there. And they're like, well, that's weird. And then Annie gets this knowing look on her face. Mm-hmm. And she's like, did she call it conniving? Sure. Or, oh, what is diabolical. Diabolical. Yeah. She said, I know her plan. It was diabolical. Which is funny to me that. So, okay. So Mary just wanted some alone time because she doesn't ever get alone time, even if she's in the damn bathroom. Yeah. You guys, I have photos on my phone. I used to have a bath every night to escape my family. And there's a picture on my Oh, like as a, not as an adult. As an adult. (laughs) As a child. I was like, do we need to unpack this? Because I have a whole other podcast called Sounds like the making of an episode right there. Um, I title it Bath Time. Lindsay's story. (laughs) Lindsay's story. (laughs) Yeah, to escape, no, my ex-husband and two children, I would have a bath every day. Yeah. Um, after work. And we only really had one bathroom as well. We had a half bath on the other floor. But everybody's toothbrushes and junk were in that bathroom. And they would all bust in. There's me. And like kids, dogs, brushing their teeth, getting ready for bed. 
doing this, getting a story, da 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 and I'm just sitting there like, I should have just pulled the curtain across. Or locked the door and said, figure it out. Slid yeah. their toothbrushes under the crack. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you can use toothpaste on your fingers. And now you hate our bath. I hate no. our bathtub. Like, it's not deep enough? It's not deep enough. It is quite shallow. Yeah, and the one time that I was like, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to fill it up as high as it can go. The water, like, went down that little, like, went back up, back up, hole. don't overflow hole, and leaked into the basement. Yeah. <laughs> you should probably look into it. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's, like, a common... That's not supposed to happen. Like, oh, it overflowed, it overflowed into the basement. Into the ba- it wasn't a lot of water. No. But it was, like, a half an hour later, we were watching TV, and we just heard this water, like, like that drip, ominous water drip. sound, like, yeah, for a second. <sighs> Anyways. So then I say, then I wrote inappropriate Mary scene. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No. So Mary wanted to have some alone time. She wanted, she lives with seven people. Like, yeah, there's seven people in her house. She just wanted the house to herself. Yeah. Which fair enough. Yeah. She dances around like footloose styles at the movie. Yeah. No, no. Mm. It's the one with Tom Cruise. Cruise. And he's wearing socks and an oversized shirt and his underwear. Yeah. And he like slides into that song that I'm yeah. doing a blank on oh. right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Off the shelf. And I. Old time rock and roll. Is it old time rock and roll? It got no yeah. soul. Old time rock and roll. Yeah. And yeah. then I think there's a scene in. um, um, Oh, God. The one. Why am I having a just a blank on these movies? Because you dehydrated, ran, biked eighteen kilometers. That's true. The one where they like skip the day of school oh, and they steal the dad's car. The guy, uh, um, Ferris, Bueller. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah, there is a scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off where they like pull from that. But right. anyways, so she dressed up as a cowboy for Halloween. Yeah, but she didn't ever leave the house. Yeah, and so she is in an oversized cowboy red cowboy button up. Yeah, and white socks. And just like and, dance, and just underwear or modesty yeah. shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she's just eating ice cream, dancing around the house. She's got her CD player turned up. Like, I think it's a tape deck, but yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> and I saved all my Christmas money one year to get the, it was a three CD changer and two tape decks. Like, what kind of operation was I running (laughs) that I needed two tape decks and three CDs? My mom, I remember my mom being like, okay, but you you still want the two tape decks for high-speed dubbing. She, like, talked. What's a high-speed dubbing? It's when you would record from tape to tape, but in super fast speed. You had to listen to it, and it sounded like super fast chipmunks. And it would, you could record from a song from one tape to another, but at super high speed. It was called But then it would dubbing. play back. Play back normal. But it would record at high speed. So you could, oh. you could like, you could, I don't know. Burn Before more. Napster, Before you had <laughs> high speed dubbing. Yeah. Yeah. You could steal music off the radio faster. Of tape to tape. Yeah. I had three CD changer, mm-hmm. hey? Yeah. Do you remember? I didn't ever have this. It was, I was a bit too young, but like people that had older siblings they would have like a six or like a 12 disc cd changer um, but it was in the trunk of the car i had well one of our cars had that so you had to figure out what you were going to listen yeah. to and if you really paid the big bucks like if you had like a high-end vehicle you could see 
could you tell what the, you know, you wouldn't know what the CD was called. You had to remember, like I put Shania Twain in one. Celine Dion and number two. On the block in number three. Like pop top yeah. 95. And it was called, what were they called? Pop. Oh my God. Kid. I don't know. Hot tunes. Hot. I don't Big know. Big shiny tunes. Yeah, so Dance Mix ninety six. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. have been, I would have had Dance Mix ninety six and Dance Mix ninety five. Yeah, I didn't get a CD player until nineteen ninety five. Wow. And so I have Dance Mix ninety five. I got for my birthday on tape, and then I got Dance Mix ninety five as a CD with my CD player for Christmas wow. that year. But I had I had the two tape decks in the top, and then my friend Hillary and I had this idea this that. You had to have a drawer load CD player because they skipped less than the top load with the like lid that flopped down. Interesting. That's what we had in our heads. And it has a remote. Right. I think it's still at the cottage. What about the Walkman or the Discman with anti-skip technology? I, I remember when we got Ralph Kleinbucks. Yeah. I bought a anti-skip, a shockwave Discman. Mm. And then I still had it when I got my first car. And so I had that. Remember, you could put, you could get that like dummy tape that would go in your tape deck, oh, and it yeah. had a cord to your CD player, and then that would sit on my head. Have the shockwave, otherwise it would skip. Yeah, it would sit on the course. seat of my Bronco. No, <laughs> my mom's Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So okay, inappropriate <laughs> Mary scene. Oh yeah. So she's dancing around eating ice cream, and like, how how old was she in real life? Fourteen. We looked it up. Her age will, but and track. Lucy was also fourteen, like the character who plays yeah. Beverly Mitchell. Yeah. Okay, so she's fourteen. I don't think it's appropriate for a fourteen-year-old. Oh, not filmed. I think it's fun. Like, do you like? Yeah. Do whatever you're gonna do. But to portray a fourteen-year-old like dancing around like that, and then you see the bath filling up. She pours oil in it. And they pro- portray her getting naked. Yes. Like they, she, she takes her socks off. Yeah, they, it's, it's only showing from like her knee to the floor. So you yeah. see from her knee to her foot. But like you see her socks drop and her shirt drop. And then she gets in the bath. Yeah. And she's like covered in bubbles up to her like clavicle. Look at us doing our anatomy. Yeah, it's good. And Wyatt told me today that they had to play like anatomy kahoot. He's taking health oh, class right now. You guys, Wyatt's in grade four and he is distraught learning about puberty. I was like, hey, how's your day, buddy? He was like, good until 1.30. I'm like, what happened at 1.30? He's like, health class. Oh, God. <laughs> and what they learned? What, how did they play Kahoot? They, they played Kahoot and it's like a computerized yeah. game. And they had to, so of the like words that they learned, they had to decide if it was a social change, a physical change, or a mental change or something like that. That's incredible. I know. He like That's knew all these words. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Although, but I mean, it's not the first thing that they had to do last week was they had to name body parts above the waist that had three letters and yeah. body parts below the waist that have three letters. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I could only name two below the waist. He's like, well, I thought of three, but ASS is a swear. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't put that on your yeah, sheet. <laughs> but like also accurate. Yeah. 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 And that's really funny. 
anyways, yeah. So they like, yeah, portray her getting into the bath. It's like a hyper sensualized. Yeah. And she's eating ice cream and wearing a tiara. Yeah. <laughs> like, where's your glass of wine <laughs> and your, your raunchy novel? Yeah. I mean, there's no candles, but yeah. She's too young to light candles. Because she's 14. Yeah. I don't know. I just, it gave me the ick. It did. It gave me the ick as well. I also thought it was funny that Annie, the first thing, thought that, like, Mary's such a good kid. Like, in my mind, I'm like, well, who's over? Like, she's having a party. She's having a party. She's having sex. She's yeah. running away. She's like, weed. Yeah. Yeah. Pot. Pot. It's just pot. pot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was just wanting the night to herself. Good yeah. Time. I hear you, but. And then it is time to announce the oh, pumpkin yeah. carving contest winner. And as we said, this is uh, the third year the carnival has gone on and Simon has won all three years. Or champion. two years, and this would be the third. Yeah. And he is committed to winning. He wants to win this pumpkin carving. I didn't actually notice what his pumpkin looked like. It, it's, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so they announced the winner. And so, so earlier in the episode, yeah, a pumpkin has been delivered to Lucy's front steps in a box. Mm-hmm. And we know who's carved it. Yeah, we suspect. Yeah. So they announce that Lucy Camden wins the pumpkin carving. And she comes up with Mike, who is wearing a Frankenstein costume. Yeah. Because he's a tall man. Mm-hmm. But he's got a scar from his traumatic brain injury on his face that is Frankenstein-esque. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's wearing a Frankenstein mask. Like yeah. it just because he's got anxiety about being out in public. Yeah, they don't actually know it's Mike. Remember they he like gets up there and she's like, it's actually Mike. Right. And then he yeah. takes so, off the mask. But the pumpkin, you guys. <laughs> the pumpkin is carved with Lucy's face. face. And I'm going to have it on TikTok and Instagram. So whenever you go, whenever you're listening to this, go to one of them and or watch the episode or Google it. (laughs) This pumpkin was carved. And it's like, you know, when people get a tattoo. (gasps) Remember? Barry's tattoo of your mom. Yeah. It's really beautiful. But he was showing us the pictures like as it was coming. Yeah. Like and, as it was being done, because you have to go and sit in different set, different seatings. You don't yeah, do it all at once. No, it's, and it's and like they're not great in the beginning. No, and I would argue that like I have yet to see a tattoo of somebody's face mm-hmm. and think, "Wow, that's a likeness." That's a likeness in the most positive sense. Yeah, I I just don't know, and like skin changes and yeah it's hard to create that it takes a takes a very talented person to create that kind of depth i think to put a portrait on somebody's skin with a tattoo gun yeah i know nothing all i have is a tramp stamp (laughs) (laughs) and it's not of anybody's face (laughs) she's lying it is of her you don't know no, I don't know. I was trying to think of something that wasn't offensive, but still funny. I can't. I did used to work with a lady who got her three children's faces tattooed across her upper back, shoulder to shoulder. And like, not to be crass, 
But I just kept thinking, like, if your husband ever does you from behind, he's just going to be <laughs> staring into the eyes of the children, the three children. That's all I could think. I like, I don't. Yeah, like that's that. weird. I don't like that either. Um, it gives me like, um, sister wives vibes where, <laughs> you know, the drawing I'm talking about. Yeah. Where Robin gets the drawing of Cody redone with her three children as if they were together as small children. Yeah. But they, they repurpose. It's like they took an image of, was it Christine? It's Christine with and three of her kids. <laughs> and the artist got rid of those kids and just <laughs> put Robin's put, kids in. Put yeah. Brianna and Ariel, Aurora, Aurora and Oh boy. Seamus and, Ariola weren't born yet. Shania, <laughs> Shania that's what we are calling them. <laughs> yeah. So I I all this to say the pumpkin mm-hmm. was something out of a horror movie, which I guess tracks it was Halloween. Yeah. So then Lucy comes up and she's like, if I'm being honest, I have to let you know I didn't carve this pumpkin. My friend Mike did. He's the winner. I think that would have been disqualification. Is it a kid's pumpkin car- carving competition? Well, I like I don't know. I think like it wasn't submitted as the right artist. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know. But anyway, yeah. And Mike's a professional artist. He's going to win this thing every year. He did say he'd be back. Yeah. So he comes on stage, like into the front, and she's like, "Take off your mask," and he does, and everyone clutches their pearls because it's Mike, the man, the the mute child eating. Yeah, Mitchell. Mitchell. And he's like shy and looking around and like, I, uh, I don't know. Doesn't, yeah. It doesn't land the way that they want it to land. I don't think. Yeah. Very problematic through today's lens. But Jimmy Moan is there with his two buddies and they apologize and say they're going to come and clean the eggs off his house. And he's like, they're stinky. Yeah. And then like, yeah. Mike, if you just moved into maybe like a semi-supported long-term, <laughs> yeah. like long-term care, care facility. facility. Yeah. Where your meals are prepared and like you maybe have some social activities. Yeah. And you can still grow pumpkins. Sure. Lucy could still visit you, but like there'd be other adults around. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel bad for him. He's not set up for success. Yeah. So. And then Simon shakes his hand. And he's like, know, oh, I want a good game. Good, yeah. Whatever. I'll be back next year. Yeah. And then I think it just fades to black. Oh, it fades to black on Lucy's face. Oh, pumpkin God. Face. It like <laughs> zooms in on Lucy's pumpkin head. It's great. Go check it out. It's, it's something. I was going to ask something else mm-hmm. about. No, I can't remember. No. Halloween? Like Halloween, but it was something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Pumpkin carving? I don't understand egging or toilet paper in somebody's house no and they were just throwing they were hucking rolls of toilet paper like you gotta lob it so it like it unravels and like drapes the house they were just (laughs) a bag with toilet paper while they were chucking them at them yeah obviously it wasn't 2020 and toilet paper was at a premium oh man hell no yeah 1996 yeah paper toilet paper was just a rolling yeah what about the pumpkin shortage of 2020, 2021? 2020, do I know what happened to me? Yeah, I do. I dropped the ball. 
I didn't get the kids pumpkins when I should have. Who knew there was going to be a shortage, a shortage. So there was a shortage um, because it got really, really. So in Alberta, here in Canada, the grocery stores get these big giant bins of pumpkins and they can't really like, it's a, like a pumpkin bin of pumpkins on a skid that weighs like a thousand pounds. So they don't really move them around that much. And they usually just like gate them off outside the front of like Superstore and Walmart. Anyways, it got really cold, way below freezing a couple weeks before Halloween and all the pumpkins froze. Oh, is that what happened? Mm -hmm. So the ones that were in the fields froze and rotted and all the ones that were in the bins froze and rotted. So I rolled up to Superstore like in a panic. There's no pumpkins. And I could see them like out behind the store. Uh And I was like, that's weird. So I drove my car over like behind by the loading docks. (laughs) And it was just rotten pumpkins for miles like bin after bin after bin of like pumpkin juice sogginess it's gross composted them (laughs) me too (laughs) (laughs) so it was this big deal my kids like first halloween after i left their dad they're not gonna have pumpkins yeah um and it was a pandemic and it was a pandemic so what were we supposed to do so my mom they were announcing on the radios when grocery stores were getting pumpkin deliveries so my mom heard that the co-op on the cloud trail was getting their pumpkin deliveries and she went and like, she said it was, it was like Tipo Mi Almo or a cabbage patch. Kid. Like Black Friday Black in the States. Black Friday in the States. People were like throwing each other around for a pumpkin. So she just grabbed the first two pumpkins she could. Like she said that the grocery store clerk like barely made it out of like those, you know, those produce double yeah. doors, mm-hmm. barely made it out. And people were like throwing themselves. So. We were like for a gourd, <laughs> for a gourd. So Wyatt or somebody had, I was at an arena. Somebody had an event at an arena, which is where I live during the winter. And so my mom came and met me in the parking lot and she opened the hatch mm. of her SUV and three people offered her money for the, for the pumpkin oh before I could bring my car around. Like, sure. Sell them for a hundred bucks each. Let's do, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Anyways. I don't, it's a gourd. Yeah. I've tried to grow them. Do you know how hard they are to grow? You have to mate the flowers. Like yeah, you gotta yourself. diddle the you gotta diddle the diddle the boy bits. and the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. how how do you know which one's boy, which one's girl? One has three <clears> petals <throat> and one has four in the flowers. I looked it all up. Yeah. And then I had to do the diddling mm-hmm. and I got one pumpkin to grow and it grew and it was probably like just about the size of a soccer ball. Yeah. It was still green. And my beloved German shepherd, who was the love of my life, yeah, ate it in the garden just one day. It's so good for them. Pumpkin is really good for dogs. <laughs> yeah, I know. And like, I just. It's a waste of food. Yeah. I was going to say it. But so many of like Christmas is too. I'm, I like, I don't mean to be such a Scrooge about holidays. Yeah, I'm also a chef and shouldn't say these things. But anyways. <laughs> no, but you like prepare it to consume. Yeah, that's true. Not hack it and then put a candle in it and wait till it rots on your doorstep. Are we going to eat the pumpkins the kids carved this coming Halloween? No. Like I'm not. Because <laughs> I'm not. No. <laughs> I do like pumpkin seeds though. Yeah. I know you do. I know you're a Halloween hater. You're like, Eric, do you have some trauma? Did you beat up Henry Bernard in the sixties? <laughs> yeah, I do need to really unpack this. 
it's just the whole it's the whole commercialization of these holidays that I like why do we have to I don't know it's almost empty my water oh no well we're gonna wrap it up I'm thirsty yeah I mean I'm sure there's a Christmas episode we can dive into this more yeah <laughs> like I'm, I'm just like a scrooge about it but like it's just because I I don't like that people feel pressured to like buy pumpkins and like keep up with the Joneses, you know? Yeah. And I think like we do it for the kids, which also is like just perpetuating the yeah. traditions. But like I enjoy like the family dinners and things like that we have around Christmas time. And... But we have so many family dinners. Yeah, I know. Like, and I love them. Like, your mom invites us over and everyone gets together. Like, why can't we just do that without the added stress of because it's a holiday? I know. And I think, like, my mom has been trying really hard to, like, make it not be stressful for anybody involved. Yeah. But, I don't know, I've had a few, like, stressful Christmases because I feel like... So, when I was with my ex-husband, Greg, he worked on the oil rigs and we had more money than I have today. Yeah. And for a few years before he got sick, he has epilepsy. And yeah, like we went all out. Like my kids got scooters from the Easter Bunny and like, like I know. Yeah. And now I've kind of like set this like precedence that I now have guilt over when I don't do that anymore at Christmas. Yeah. Like the kids were like, why don't you and Carlin get each other anything? And I was like, well, we bought a, we bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's going to get new windows and a fence. Yeah. And- yeah. Maybe floors in three years. Yeah. Maybe. Also, like gift receiving and giving is not my love language. No, I know. Thanks. I tried to order you like a surprise gift though to get delivered tomorrow because all you've done is bitch and moan about how short your new phone charger. Okay, is. so you guys, I get the new iPhone 14 <laughs> because I I had the Bring It Back program. Like Telus, who's my phone company, has you. I had the 12. But it was like a bring it back. So after two years, you either have to pay it out. It's like you're leasing it or you give it back and they give you a newer phone. So I had no choice but to upgrade my phone. And so I got the 14. And one of the things is like this charging cable. And I just I don't know what was what either of us were thinking because like and I didn't look at it. You so the. The end that goes into the wall or into the cube is a USB is a USB C. Yeah, which is what Apple is changing to. My computer has that, and why or not even just Apple, why its iPad has it. Yeah, and so that's the end that goes into the wall. And you were like, "Oh man, I'm gonna have to get all new cubes and new cords and da 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 da." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that sucks." And so you started to do that. Yeah. And you've been complaining about how short the cord is that came with the phone. Yeah. Like I can't plug it in and have it on my nightstand within arm's reach easily. And so I didn't, I didn't question that it was also a different end that goes into the phone. Yeah. This whole time. It's been two weeks. Yeah, I know. And so you've been complaining about every night that we go to bed. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. They're like $15. I'm going to order her something on Amazon. So today I went, no, yesterday I went on Amazon. And I ordered a three pack. It's like a two foot cord, a four foot cord, and a six foot cord. Yeah. So you can have one in the kitchen, in your car, every nightstand. And then today I watched you unplug your phone from the charging cord in the kitchen. 
and it's the same end that we have on all. Yeah, all the chargers still work. I don't know what I was going on about, so I canceled my order. Thank no you. Words for you. No, that's because so they fun. would be useless. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that's our story. Oh, about boy, not paying attention. Anyway, I'm thankful that's not Halloween yet. It's still summer. I know. When my kids were little, littler than they are now, like the day after Halloween, they'd be planning their costume and it would be talked about for the entire year. Yeah. And like, I don't have a sewing machine, mm-hmm. nor do I have a ton of money to buy $100 costumes every single year. But when Olivia was like 18 months old, two to two to two, she turns two right around oh Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got her Batman costume and she yeah. wore it for six months. Yeah. That was so all she cute. wore it. It was real cute. Right. Well, that was Halloween. What is next oh, week's yeah, yeah. episode? Oh, it's a good so one. So the episode eight, the yeah. synopsis seems real good. It does. It is called, What Will People Say? Oh, boy. And the synopsis is, Eric has been spotted at a downtown hotel with a beautiful woman, and the whole town is talking. Do, do, do. Also, I know we shouldn't have, but we scrolled ahead just to <gasps> see, and there is some real good episodes coming up, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm just so excited. And by Halloween, we'll be wrapping up season one. Yes. Yeah. Was it like October 19th or something? Yeah. So, as always, if you are enjoying the show, if you want to see these clips and these photos and all of this, some of the behind the scenes stuff that we do, join us on TikTok and Instagram. Just look up 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. And... Leave a review. We've yeah, gotten some with us. Yeah, we've gotten some incredible reviews. People are sending messages, answering, you know, questions about the episodes. And I know our American friends showed us the reviews that have been left on American Apple. Apple. Yeah. iTunes. iTunes, right? Or, yeah. I don't know. Apple Podcasts. Apple. I don't know what they call it anymore. Yeah. I, don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Master. <laughs> yeah. So leave a review. Send us a note, share this with your friends, and thanks so much. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know, let us know how we're doing. Everyone says they're really enjoying it. So I know. That's Have nice. Have a great evening. You too. All right. I'll be here with you. Yeah. We'll go <laughs> to bed. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey there, welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay and I'm joined by my co-host and real life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off the cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a lighthearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a diehard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.